0: All right, you've asked for it. A couple of guys on a podcast talking about 90210. Yeah, we're going to deliver that today. I talk with Justin Jones from Daddy Home Podcast about 90210 on This Is Today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Wednesday, December 16th, 2020. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. So it is National Chocolate Covered Anything Day. Yeah, you can cover anything with chocolate legally today. And uh, yeah, what a great day, right? You know, usually some of these uh, national days, I'm like, really this, really that? This one, I think it's one we can all agree upon is just awesome and amazing. And I'm looking forward to seeing some unique things on Instagram today that people are going to uh, uh, put out there that they've covered In chocolate. Now, I actually found a blog, uh, thetravel.com, and they had some interesting things on there. For instance, uh, you can get uh, chocolate covered onions at this candy shop in uh, Philadelphia. Not too sure about that. You know, I mean, I'm more of the traditional banana strawberry guy, but uh, there is definitely some unique things that you can get covered in chocolate out there, like squid. Yeah, or you know, processed beefed like the uh, the Slim Jims. You can get those covered in chocolate bacon. A lot of people actually say that's a really good pairing. Uh, bacon, the the salt and uh, the sweet, and it's supposedly pretty good. I, I don't know. I can't bring myself to to doing that one. Same with potato chips. I've heard good things about that, but I don't know. Uh, the really gross one. Um, and yes, I looked at worms and crickets and scorpions and things like that. But the one that really got to me was pickles. Yes, they do have chocolate-covered pickles that you can buy for some reason. I have no idea. And just in case you want a little uh, spice to that, you can also get chocolate-covered jalapenos. Yeah. Uh, So be careful, I guess, uh, with what you uh, cover in chocolate today. And uh, hopefully uh, you do have some fun with that. Yeah. I totally kept that segment clean. Hey, we're going to be talking about 90210 in just a couple of minutes. So I'm going to talk about another TV show right now in our first event for the day. Back in 1975, it was the first broadcast of the television sitcom One Day at a Time, which aired on CBS TV back then. Well, you know, if you're a fan of the original show, you know about uh, Schneider, the, uh, the, the guy that walked around in the show with a tool belt right? He was like the maintenance guy for the apartment building. Well, that tool belt was actually an idea of Pat Harrington Jr., the actor that portrayed Schneider. Yeah, he actually bought a tool belt from an electrician working on set because he wanted a well-worn tool belt. So that's the tool belt that you see in the old television show. Now, as for the new show, the one on Netflix that started in 2017, well, I hope you don't love it that much because it was just canceled. Okay, yeah, it's been canceled a couple times before, but supposedly this is it. It's all over. This is the third time it's been canceled, and uh, they're saying that this is definitely it. Okay, so I always talk about Disney Plus star Alexander Hamilton on the show because I love Hamilton. I love the musical. It was fantastic. This time I'm going to talk about a different Alexander, Alexander Haig. Maybe I'll call him Alexander Haigmilton just so I, you know, get that familiarity with him. No, no. Alexander Haig was the United States Secretary of State under. President Reagan. He served from January 22nd, 1981 to July 5th, 1982. He was appointed on this day back in 1980. And why do I bring up Alexander Haig? Okay, well, he's had a really, you know, a long career. He was in the military. He was the Supreme Leader of the uh, Allied uh, Forces. Uh in the 70s. Uh he helped to take you know the presidency from Nixon. He helped to transition to Ford when you know the whole Watergate mess happened. So he has done a lot. And he was almost president of the United States um, via a coup. No, I wouldn't say a coup. Maybe a power grab. No. Maybe a faux pas. Maybe. He just wanted to look in charge. Well, here, check this out. Uh, when Reagan was shot in 1981, this was on March 30th, there was a, an assassination attempt against Reagan. Uh, the whole world really didn't know what was going on at first. We didn't even think he was actually shot. We just thought he broke a rib from being pushed into the car and they were looking at him. And then all of a sudden the news breaks and inside the press room, It was chaos. Everybody wanted to know what was going on with the president. Was he doing all right? When is he going to go into surgery? Is he going to go into surgery? What's going to happen? And so with all this chaos, Alexander Haig came out and (laughs) said that he is in control. You see, George Bush was flying to Washington, D.C. at that point. So the vice president, who would normally take over and become President via the 25th amendment when the president is unable to do so. Um, he would take over, right? Well, instead, Alexander Haig said, constitutionally, gentlemen, you have the president, the vice president, and then the secretary of state in that order. And, uh, he, kind of got that wrong. (laughs) Now, a lot of people say that, yes, it was a power grab. And yes, he was, you know, basically trying to take over. Um, But I always question that. Like, why would you take over uh, for the president for 15 minutes? Uh, You know, do you really want to be president for 15 minutes? What really can you do? Well, I guess you do a lot. But, you know, it just didn't make sense to me. I think that he was just trying to show that the government knew (laughs) what was going on and trying to calm Everyone saying, you know what? I'm in control. All is good. But he did get a lot of flack for that. And, uh, I've always, I've always felt a little weird about that in, you know, reading this. And, um, you know, he said that he wasn't, this is uh, in 2001. He was talking about a transition. Uh, I was talking about the executive branch who was running the government. That was the question asked. It wasn't. Who is next in line for the president if he shall die? So uh, he tried to clear that up for years and years and years. Um, but that one press conference definitely haunted him for the rest of his life. He actually passed away February 20th of 2010. All right, let's turn now to 1993. Shannon Doherty, she played Brenda. She was fired from Beverly Hills 90210 on this day. And when we come back... It's going to be a couple of guys talking about 90210, right? I mean, come on. That, what could be better than that? <laughs> That's what we're going to be doing right after this. Yeah, well, I'm gonna talk about 90210. I'd love to be playing the 90210 theme song that we all know and love, but you know, I don't love having to pay um, whoever it is that owns the copyright of that. So, you know, I'm using the music from Storyblocks. Uh, you know, in January, I'm gonna start playing some unsigned bands. During this segment of the show, so I think that's going to be pretty cool. Uh, that's coming up in January. Make sure you subscribe so you can hear things like that. Right, we'll get to hear some new music together. It'll be pretty cool. Hey, you know, I also want to tell you another change in the podcast is you will not hear this podcast on the weekends unless you're listening to it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not going to be making new episodes on the weekend starting this weekend. Yes, last Sunday was my last Sunday working. Um, We're not going to do podcasts on Saturday and Sunday because I realized I'm the only crazy person in the world doing seven days a week. Most uh, everybody, including like NPR and New York Times, they're all five days a week. And yes, I am putting myself up there with uh, NPR and New York Times. Um, Yeah, we're going to go to five days a week starting next week, but don't worry about it. We'll cover those events that happen over the weekend as well on either our Friday or our Monday podcast so that we don't miss out on anything. And you always know what's going on or at least what has gone on because you know it's like history it's nostalgia speaking of that 90210 brenda oh man how can they let shannon doherty go brenda was such a classic character on the show this was such a risk for spelling entertainment it was kind of shocking at the time that they did this but you know what they did it. Uh, things got messy on the show. And, you know, to talk about that with me, because I can't talk about nine hundred two 90210, just sitting here all by myself, I decided to bring on Justin Jones. He hosts a podcast with another friend of his. It's called Daddy Home Podcast. Justin, thank you for joining me today.
1: Hey, thanks for having me on your show. I'm really excited to be here.
0: Yeah, thank you for coming on to uh, talk to me about this. Just, I mean, this is a huge pop culture event. It, it really is. Everybody was talking about it back in uh, in the 90s, about how Shannon Doherty left uh, a hit show. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I it's mean. It's pretty crazy to, to leave and, a hit show. And in
1: 1993, that show was probably one of the biggest shows in the world. I mean, oh, yeah. Worldwide, they were one of the number one shows. So, yeah, that's. It's kind of shocking that that would happen, but I guess her behavior offset, you know, there's only so much you can take.
0: I guess, you know, her behavior had to be pretty darn bad in order to do that, because you would think, you know, you're going to lose sponsors, potentially, you're going to lose ratings, you know, the show could just be trashed. So to take out one of the leads at that point, (laughs) that's got to be a pretty tough decision. So, I mean, it must have been pretty tough behind the scenes uh, for for them to do that.
1: I, I imagine so. I mean, obviously I wasn't there, but I... I guess things had gotten too out of hand. I know she wanted to cut her hair, or she did cut her hair without getting permission from the director. And it just made for like editing. It was just like continuity was ridiculous. So I think part of the problem was they did a story where she was supposed to go to college and then she got the script and she didn't like it and she wanted to. They wanted to. She wanted to rewrite it. And...
0: The show did go on, though. You know, I mean, they oh, did went yeah. on for ten years total, from uh, October fourth, nineteen ninety, to May seventeenth, two thousand. Yeah, it's um, crazy. That, that, that's a crazy long run. It was the longest running spelling production, and you know, he's done a lot of stuff. Yeah. Did you Did you watch? I did up until,
1: honestly, for me. Look, I'm forty three. So when the show came on, I was in maybe eighth or ninth grade. So it was one of those shows where it was like coming of age. I was like, wow, I'm falling in love. Look at these beautiful women. Wow. (laughs) Like I was, I was like, was in love with them, in love with Kelly, in love with Brenda. I watched for a few years, pretty like hardcore. Come season six, season seven, after that, I kind of dropped off. I just lost interest in the show. You know, so many characters had left. It just wasn't quality, wasn't quality spelling entertainment. That I, was, <laughs> right. that I was used to as a child, as a, te- as a young teenager.
0: Yeah, season six was the uh, season where Dylan got married uh, and they did this big deal about, oh, until death do us part. And of yeah. course, you're like, oh, okay, so she's going to die soon. And yeah, who and she knew died she would is, die in the same episode? That
1: episode, <laughs> yes, that is ridiculous. Right. It wasn't the good old days,
0: you know, when no. there was a whole episode about Brenda and, and Kelly wearing the same prom dress, you know, yeah, those,
1: exactly. those were the good old days. Yeah.
0: You know and they, they didn't have to have explosions and you know, whatever. Right.
1: They'd hang out at the Peach Pit and it was exactly. nice, innocent fun. Although right. even the early episodes had some pretty like intense topics that they went into. I remember early on they did an episode in. 1990, it was season one where Brenda was worried that she had breast cancer. Oh, right. It was a, right. they were supposed to study for the SATs or something. And I guess she was like, she realized she had a lump in her breast and then her, her family had a history of cancer, which is crazy to think yeah. about like, what other show would have high school students talking about breast cancer
0: Right, and, in you nineteen know, ninety. Yeah. And you kind of, kind of have to, you know, like appreciate that because I'm sure what that did was it got people to get either mammograms or check themselves or do something. So that was actually probably, you know, a good thing. And and they dealt with other, you know, hot topics back then. Um, Yeah, they uh, were
1: really progressive in some way. I mean, the show was so goofy and silly, but some of the topics and some and some of the things that they talked about really were very progressive for the time and sort of was kind of a trailblazer in the fact that other shows that followed were able to sort of talk about more social taboo topics that weren't on, you know, in the 80s, they didn't really talk about that kind of stuff.
0: Well, it was always, you know, back then, if you're going to talk about uh, teen pregnancy or AIDS or something along those lines, it was, you know, called a very special episode. Yes. Like, you know, and they would deal with it for a single episode and it would be gone.
1: And that was <laughs> you know? it, you never hear about it again. Yeah. 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 Where... Nine hundred two one zero had a lot of episodes that were you know about AIDS. They had an episode about uh, abuse, actually multiple episodes about abusive partners and drug abuse. Even now that I think about it, because the yeah
0: yeah
1: David was on drugs and Kelly was addicted to cocaine at one point. I mean that was kind of my first exposure to that kind of stuff too.
0: Yeah, but yeah.
1: You think back to the early nineties, there wasn't the internet, wasn't around as much as it is now, obviously, right. and you only had three or four. Networked stations. I mean, you had, you could have cable, but even on the cable, there wasn't really that many channels like there is now.
0: So. Well now, yeah, yeah. Now you have all these different selections. You can watch whatever you want, whenever you want. Yeah. Uh, back then, it was like you had to make an appointment. I, I can't remember what night that was on, but I remember I couldn't call certain friends because they were watching it and didn't want to be disturbed. It was like it was an event each yeah. week to have the show on. I actually went back to
1: look at what other shows were on Fox in 1990, and oh, it's cool. crazy because some nights they didn't have any programming on. They only had shows on, I think it was Sunday night. Oh, that's right. Monday, maybe Thursday and Friday. It's insane to think about where they've come as a station. Oh, yeah. Like how, how much they've grown.
0: Well, I remember the jokes about, oh, there's going to be a fourth network and all yeah. that stuff. Like people just kind of like, ah, that's not serious. They can't do that. And, uh, yeah, that's right. I forgot that they, they were only on like three or four nights a week at first. And then, you know, they grew to what they are now. You know, they're definitely a major network now, Uh, Yeah, they were not back then for sure. No.
1: Back then, I think it was like Tracy Ullman, uh, Live in Color, Simpsons, Married with Children. America's Most Wanted were probably like their main shows.
0: Yeah, perhaps Cops. I don't remember if Cops was yes.
1: on back then. But. Oh, wow. How could I forget that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which is
0: sort of groundbreaking and
1: progressive in itself, too. I mean, it's not about 90210, yeah, yeah. but for Fox to put something on like that, a reality TV show, and now you watch TV in 2020, reality TV is everywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean,
1: that's, that's the genre that's most now. people watch. Yeah.
0: So it's crazy. Yeah. It's definitely crazy. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there's, there's so much entertainment options, entertainment at our fingertips. Hey, you know what? Speaking of entertainment at our fingertips, uh, we've got your podcast. Oh yeah. Our fingertips. Uh, Tell us about daddy home. Daddy
1: home is a show that I do with my very good friend, Kiki Lee. And it's very uh, dark, cringy humor, very silly. Definitely um, not to be taken too seriously. If you're looking for something fun to listen to, and you don't want to put too much thought into some into your day, you just want to laugh and have fun and hear just weird opinions on events that have happened in history and in the world, or events that may happen in the future. Who knows? That's definitely our show. Nice. And it, yeah, it's available on Spotify. It's available on SoundCloud.
0: And that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, a lot of know, fun. You know, because we all we all need that uh, that uh, kind of escape from 2020 right i mean that's that's one yeah. of the reasons why i do this show it's like hey let's talk about years past instead of all the craziness that's going on now so oh, what you can do to get your mind off things and comedy is a great way to do that
1: yeah and to me i just want to make other people laugh and i want people to have a good time listening to the show i will say it is very dirty we do take on some dirty topics but A lot of people like hearing about that and like joking about it and having fun. So I got a lot of feedback from people saying that they enjoy it.
0: Thanks for jumping on and uh, sharing some 90210 uh, information with us.
1: I loved it. And maybe sometime I can come back and we can talk about another topic. That sounds great. that'd be awesome. I love your show.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much, Justin. Hey, uh, let's take a look at our birthdays for today. Kristen Ritter turns 39. Professional wrestler Luke Harper turns 41. uh, Zara Larson. Wow, I almost messed that one up. She turns 23 today. Bill Hicks was born on this day back in 1961. He passed away in 1994. And it's also Ludwig von Beethoven's birthday today. He was born in 1770. That's your look at December 16th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five-star if you think we deserve it. If you'd like to make sure that we cover something on a future episode, let us know. Go to thisistodaypodcast.com to make suggestions, give us feedback, and see our other podcasts. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ